This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I'm doing this one for the season because you guys are listening to this possibly in January, uh, December when it came out, January. Some of you might be listening in January and say, wait, I put on too much of it, and I have Dr. Yembe, who is going to tell us all the way from the 318 area code, by the way, of Cameroon, you know I'm totally biased, that she's going to tell us what she does to help get us back into shape after we have eaten everything in the refrigerator and the leftovers. Welcome to the show, Doc. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having me on your show, Kaylin. Well, thank you for, you know, um, coming on and and let the folks know before, you know, I I shame them, you know, who you are, um, why you do what you do, because you have one heck of a story on your own journey and tell us after we've eaten all the aru, all the soya, all the meats and pies and all that good stuff in this country, how we can get back. So, yeah, give us the game. Well, thank you. My name is Dr. Inaka Yembe. I currently live and practice family medicine, partly in medicine, emergency medicine here in Louisiana. I'm just so passionate about taking care of people. I think I was... I always say I was born to be a physician. So right as a little girl, I knew I was going to be a doctor. So I followed my passion and here I am. I'm extremely passionate also about helping people lose weight and achieve their health and wellness goals. Back to my personal story, my passion really is one that has lived and lived it right now. Where you are is where I've been. My highest weight was about 300 pounds. After I hit that 300 pound mark, I stopped weighing myself. So I really cannot tell you how far I went. And that was about, I would say about 15 years ago. But I was that child who was born at 10 pounds. So it just seems like right when I hit the world, I was doomed to be heavy. From that 10 pound baby, I just grew into an obese child an obese adult, morbidly obese adult, after I had my two babies by cesarean section. I don't know if that means anything, but I hear women say that all the time, killing. <laughs> it seems like you are doomed. I tried, I started trying to lose weight when I started to understand that I was overweight. I was bigger than everybody. I went to boarding school at the age of 10. So at the age of 10 years old, I was heavier than the oldest child in the whole school. And then just with peer pressure and different things as a child growing up, you know, messed up my mind. And I started trying. I did everything I could. So if you name it, I've done it. Cabbage soup, starvation, water only, air diet, whatever diet you want to call it, I have tried it. Didn't work, I would lose some weight, gain some, lose some weight, and then gain some. And so once I passed the age of 50s, it seems like, wow, (laughs) it got really, really hard. I tried jogging even. I did my first marathon when I was about 260 pounds. So you're talking about that obese marathon I was in. But the main key 
is what I found out later on is what you eat. So I'm just so happy that we are now talking at the end of the season when we have eaten everything, like you said, and the leftovers that we don't want to waste. We have wasted it into our bodies. I realized that, and the studies now show that your weight is about 75 to 80% sometimes, depending on what you eat and what you drink. And so my exercise journey, even though it started about 10 years ago, I never quite mastered the art of eating right until say, I'm almost 53 now. And so about three years ago, when I realized that everything that I was doing when it came to what I was eating, was wrong. Because I was a big runner 10 years ago, I used to tell myself, you know what, I can eat what I want and I can just burn it off with exercise. Listen, a bad diet is not going to be erased by exercise. It doesn't work that way. So I developed a method called the Evolve Method. Why? Because of what I had learned through a nine-year period, I took that down and boiled it into six steps. Number one, number one is right here. Everybody has it right here. What you think about and what you believe and your emotions will drive what you eat. For example, those of us who are Africans, we say we have to eat fufu. <laughs> we have to eat fufu and soup. So fufu, for those who, who don't know it, is some form of a starchy ball that is made with either um, yam, which is like a a grandfather of potatoes, which is made with plantain, all the starchy things, we take that and make into a mashed potato ball, which is much dense, nutrition dense. So Africans believe that they have to have that fufu with a vegetable soup. So with time, we've learned that we don't have to eat this much starch. We can take vegetables and transform that into the same ball, but it's much healthier. We'll have about one fifteen or less amount of calories so you can have now a vegetable ball with a vegetable soup. What's the first thing that somebody would tell you, Killing, when you talk about a vegetable fufu? What do you think? Uh, what I think about vegetables, I need to eat more of them. That's what I think. And then I say, okay, Aru. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if I say eat a um, cauliflower fufu with Aru? I say, I'll try it, you know, and it's prepared for me. I, I, I'll chop. I, I, I'll chop with no complaint as long as there's pepper. <laughs> well, now, this is what some people would say, like, oh, no, 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 that, that, you know, no, 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 can't do it. Like, I talked to my mom, for example. My mom says, no, don't even want to see it near my plate. It's not going to happen. It's not real. It's just not acceptable. But what I say is everything that we eat right now is what we have learned this time. So you were not born eating any kind of fufu or eru. What you've done is you've learned to eat it in a certain way. And the truth is we are all trainable. So you can also learn to eat it in a healthy way. Moderation is key. Also learning new things and having the mindset like you have an open mindset. So when you open up your mind to new things, then you can change your life and change your weight. About 60% of my patients in my clinic right now are here for weight loss. And I had a patient who was so successful and I said, wow, how did you do this? And she said, it was so difficult for me in the beginning, but when I changed my mind, 
my actions followed my mind, and then my body started to change based on my actions. So the first set of the step of the evolved method is the mindset, changing your mind about why you're eating certain things and how you eat them will set you up for success. Another thing that happens is those of us who are really overweight, we just have such a negative mindset. Like I said, I was born obese, grew up obese. And in Africa, people are just not so kind with the words. The negative words really come against you. So I get it. I get it. I've been there and I understand when you're so overweight, you've had so many, much negativity come against you that you also have so many negative self-thoughts and talks. For example, when I was obese, I'll tell myself things like, I just can't do it. There's no way I can exercise. I don't think I can run a mile. I don't think I can even pick up weights. Look, I don't even want to go to the gym because I'm so heavy. I'm so big. Everyone would look at me. I don't just, I just can't. So you self-talk your own self into a negative spot. So I personally, I hit rock bottom at a certain point where my dad had a stroke. I lost my little brother shockingly. And I told myself, I cannot allow my dad to bury another child because I was a ticking time bomb at that time. I had gained so much weight. My blood sugars were creeping up. My blood pressure was high. My blood cholesterol was high. And if you are obese or overweight and you are not aware of the risk factors of obesity, I want you to listen really, really carefully. Obesity, number one, is a risk factor for diabetes, hypertension, high blood pressure, these things are precursors or recipes for heart attacks and strokes. So that's number one. Number two, we are in a pandemic right now. So because we are in a pandemic, we know for sure that people who are obese have the worst outcomes when it comes to the coronavirus pandemic. Why is that? Just logistics. When you are obese, it makes it awfully difficult for me as your emergency room physician to perform bedside procedures. Things like intubation, things like studying your IV line, things like giving you oxygen. We know, for example, that people do better when they are laying on their stomachs. Now, if you're obese, it's just really, really hard for us to have you in the correct position to ventilate you. In addition to that, most people do not realize that obesity lowers your immunity. So it makes it difficult for you to even fight off the common cold. So obesity really is one of those things that we should all be working hard on. I know the holidays came and went. I know that we're now left with so many leftovers. But listen, you not only make it difficult for you to survive a coronavirus infection, you increase your risk of many diseases. And again, if that doesn't move you, think about this. Should you unfortunately come down with a major medical problem like heart attacks and strokes, now you have, lived in your, you have left your children a negative legacy of illness. Why? Because People who have a family history of certain diseases like hypertension, diabetes, um, heart attacks, and strokes, you now pass on that legacy to your children and your children's children 
just because you did not work on your weight. So have I convinced you, Kaylin, to work on your weight and stay healthy? Yes? De definitely, definitely so. And, you know, but you said the hardest part starts with the mind where people want the magic pill. They want the Adapex. They want the, you know, whatever the spray is, you spray eight times a day and you magically transform. <laughs> Tell us some of those things, you know, work for the long term for you to lose such weight, because, I mean, you are in just awesome uh, condition, you know, and you can check her out. Links are in the description. But, you know, tell us there's some magic pill that can get even our mind right. I'm, I'm going to tell you um, the magic pill. And um, I think you you may be convinced after this one. I've, and let me just give you a few scenarios. I've seen people who come to me and they say, you know what, I had weight loss surgery and the doctor botched my surgery because they didn't know what they were doing. They were just a quack. I've had patients who had lap band, which is just a band that goes around your, your feeding tube and prevents you from, from eating that much. And they will say that doctor didn't know what they were doing, so that did not work for me. I've had people, I've actually had some people who've had multiple weight loss surgeries. So they had lap band and that didn't work. They came back and had a gastric um, surgery to remove part of the stomach. That didn't work. So now they are here in my clinic. I've had people who took, took medicines. In fact, I prescribe medicines to patients. There are some medicines that are supposed to help reduce this hand-to-mouth disorder. So binge eating, there's some medicines for that. There are some medicines that curb your appetite. Guess what? None of them, nothing, nothing will stop what you actually physically put into your stomach. So back to this, the key here is what you think about. There's only one thing that will cause you to lose weight and that's being in a caloric deficit. So what that means, it doesn't matter what you do, whether you take a pill or you have surgery, it doesn't matter. The only thing that will matter is if the amount of energy that you consume is less than the amount of energy that you actually spend. Doesn't matter how you do that. The problem is if you take one of these fast routes, and I'll tell you some routes that actually work and some that do not work, so forget it. <laughs> so some of the routes that actually work are things like surgery, things like some medicines, those actually work, but it's temporary. So those things will only buy you a short space of time if at all, I've seen people who have had surgery that look exactly the same as if nothing, nothing happened. So again, you have to learn. Now, what I believe is the slower you go with the weight loss, the more chance you have of being successful over time. Why? Because it takes a long time to gain the weight. You have to think about this as running a marathon. So with a marathon, because I'm a marathon runner, the first marathon I did, I tell you what, I messed this thing up so badly that I had to go to marathon school. No, not really marathon school, but I had to train. I did my first marathon without training, without knowing anything. So I got in there and I'm like, okay, I'm ready. So I started to run real fast and leave your meals as big as... <laughs> so I wasn't running actually that fast. I thought I was going fast in my head, putting all my energy. Look, after three miles, I was like... <laughs> I got to the half half mile, mile which was 13 and a half, 13.2 miles. 
the ambulance was there. I was limping. I had all these cramps and they actually pulled me out of the race into the ambulance and they said, look, you're dehydrated. Do you want to stop now? And I was like, no, no, I'm going to finish this thing. So they asked, offered me IV fluids. I said, no, I'm going to drink. And I actually hobbled my way. And by the time I got to the mile number 22, I thought I was done. And I saw this lady, she was like, come on, you're almost there. Just one more mile. You can do it. Come on. I was like, you know what? I'm going to hobble my way to the end. And my second marathon, now I had started and I was like, no, no, I'm not a fast runner. Even today, I'm not. I'm just going to take this slow pace. And I went, and by the way, with the first marathon, I ended up with a foot injury that lasted about six months of pain. I had that injury the first time. Second marathon, I got there. I knew my thing, started slow, went slow and steady all the way, actually shaved off 30 minutes of my finishing time compared to the first one that I thought I was going fast because I was learned. I had learned weight loss is just about the same. You have to actually think about the journey. It's not a sprint. No, we're not going fast. We have to go slow and steady and learn all what it takes to now adopt a healthy lifestyle and learn slowly along the way. So yes, certain things may give you a jump start. Certain things may help. That's why I even have the boot camp. It's a jump start. Get into my boot camp now and see what it takes. Work out with me twice a day, twice a day. If I can do it, I'm a busy physician, but I can work out twice a day. And you learn the things that the nutrition, the way you need to eat, and it would help you lose weight slowly. So here's the key. The key is learning how to be on a healthy lifestyle change that you can adopt for the rest of your life. So weight loss is not a sprint, it's a marathon. We have to go slowly and go safely. For example, it took me about three years to lose all my weight. So it was, was not easy. I still have some rough spots even till today, but I have learned with time what it takes now. Let me what, tell you, go ahead. Well, well, nobody sees those rough spots if they check out your Instagram. So you must be hiding them, you know, very, very well. And your your, your tickets for your boot camp is, you know, very reasonably priced. Um, what, you know, besides the boot camp, is there one-on-one coaching as well? And I know you also have supplements. Talk about what makes your supplements different than you know maybe some of the um, things sold over the counter so for example let's let's talk about the programs that i have i have the boot camp which is a group training it's all done live with me as your coach i come on there at 5 a.m um helping the women and the men to lose belly fat so 5 a.m for 30 minutes we have an ab and core workout and it's 30 minutes. So you can sacrifice 30 minutes of your time. In the evening, we kick it up several notches to a high intensity workout, which is a total body or targeting different body parts. So that's bootcamp in a nutshell for the workouts. In addition to that, I have a meal plan that comes with it. And we have a few different meal plans. I have a rapid um, <clears throat> fat loss program, which gives some women a jump start, And that's really, it's either a smoothie diet, which will be a weekly smoothie diet, 
or smoothies and soups, or a completely clean diet to get out all the junk, get out all the sugar, the processed foods out of your diet, and you're eating just a clean meal. That's bootcamp for you in a nutshell. And in addition to that, we have that private Facebook group. Woo. I think I have about 70 something women there right now. We started this program in August. The biggest loser has lost 30 pounds so far. She's a mom and a wife. So again, we have just, and she's a nurse. So we've got just normal people who are together in this group. Group power takes you through. Women, women talk to themselves. They share their difficulties. They share their success. And we have a live coaching session. In addition to the live information that I give you daily, we have a one-off once a week where we come together on a Zoom call just like this. I do have some women who separate themselves out of the group and they say, well, you know what? I'm just struggling too much. I want the one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I offer that as well. As your one-on-one -on -one coach, I call myself your indomitable, like the indomitable lions of Cameroon. I call myself your indomitable all-time stalker. So the one-on-one -on -one clients, they now separate themselves into what I call the evolved method proper. I, they have to check in with me twice a day. Every morning, they send me their weight. And every evening, they send me a food diary of what they have eaten. So it really helps narrow in that accountability. Some people, like I did, think this may be the right thing to eat today. And when they send me that diary, I can give them feedback. It only takes a few minutes. And if you are committed to your health, you can do it. So, of course, it's different pricing level. The boot camp right now is going at a special for $10 a day. Through the, I mean, $10, the entire boot camp, $10 for three weeks, and that goes through the end of the year. Next year, we go back to our regular pricing, which is a dollar a day. Look, a dollar a day is just not even up to a Starbucks coffee. So it's really priced that way because I'm so passionate about helping as many people as possible. That's why. Everyone needs to jump into the boot camp. So I have the one-on-one -on -one coaching and I have the boot camp as a whole. Now for the supplements, I did, I've taken different things. And I believe that the diet that we have really cannot um, contain every single thing that we need for our bodies. For example, um, you need essential fatty acids. You need um, just different vitamins and minerals. You need something that's healthy and clean to supplement you. Now, I'm not going to brag on myself at all, but I am almost 53 years old and I have lost in total 121 pounds. But I do pride myself on the way my body looks because not only did I work hard, I take the correct supplements just to supplement everything that I may not have in my diet. That's why I partnered with the NeoGen products. The NeoGen products, they are actually formulated by a physician in Dallas who is very big on health and wellness. Also, Dr. Wong, he's um, a spine and anti-aging um, physician who is out of Dallas. So I'm just really tickled by the facts. I was so attracted to the products because they are physician-based and physician-formulated. So the proteins from Neogen, they are also plant-based proteins. I do take them. They have two different um, flavors. 
I believe in taking a protein supplement because, Killing, if you've watched my videos, I'm not this big and bulky, husky person, but I like to maintain my muscle mass. I work hard for it and I'm going to maintain it. And part of that is by taking protein supplements because you break down the muscles. If you work as hard as I do when it comes to workout, you do need to replenish those muscles. So that's the reason why I take um, protein shakes. They also have different products. You can go to my website, um, drinakayembe.com. That's doctor is all spelled out. I'm sure you'll have that in the link below. And so we have different supplements just to help to boost your energy level. My all-time favorite one is the Neonox Anti-Ox because it's a nitric oxide supplement. It just helps to rejuvenate the innermost lining of your blood, cell, uh, blood vessels. Can you believe it? We've actually used that in cardiology, um, nitrous oxide. So he has that as a supplement on there. Also, in addition to fish oil, again, I'm so big on cardiovascular health because at one point in my life, my cholesterol was too high and dangerous. So I was taking the fish oil over the counter until I met Dr. Wong and he developed his fish oil. And I'm thinking, you know what, if it's developed by a physician, tested and proven, and they have lots and lots and lots of testimonials on there. I told you I was a slow runner, but now I can sprint, okay? Okay, I know I'm very conditioned, but even though I was conditioned, I was hitting that five mile on the treadmill, and I was thinking 5.5 miles, that's awfully nice. I got to six miles, and I was giving myself a pat on the back, and look, I'm not Kipchoge at 13 miles per hour, <laughs> but I'm just me. So when I started taking the Neonox anti-ox, for the first time ever, I was able to hit 7.5 and 8 miles on the treadmill. I'm thinking, okay, hands down, this is a good supplement to take. So overall, that's the reason why we want to take supplements. Supplements will help you as you age. It would help you when you're older, you're younger. Again, these are not for people 18 years and below. I don't think they have been proven for people that young. I do have my daughters who are 19 and 22. I have them taking these supplements as well because of course the studies show that prevention is key. That's why again, we are in the coronavirus pandemic. It's better for you to prevent yourself from getting that virus by wearing a mask. It's also better for you to prevent yourself from having cardiovascular or illnesses in the future by losing weight and taking the proper supplements. So I hope that's, <laughs> that's a good explanation. <laughs> no, it definitely is. And, you know, you also have books, uh, some you've written by yourself, some you've, you know, um, given your story, like in Beyond Challenges, you know, the survival stories of African immigrants. Um, how do you, how's your process of writing? Why, why are you writing? And when is your next book coming out? I'm glad you asked about my next book. <clears throat> my next book is called The Evolve Method. Six steps on what helped me lose the weight. At that, the time I started writing the book, I had lost 70 pounds. It took me two years. <clears throat> right now, I am lost, <clears throat> excuse me. Right now, I'm 90 pounds down from when I started that journey. But my overall weight loss from my head years has been 121 pounds. The Evolve Method book hopefully will be here the 1st of 2021. 
I'm so excited about that book. Now, my next book that I'm working on, I'm an African female. <clears throat> Africans, we've had a hard time in transforming our foods to weight loss friendly foods um, that really mirror the African diet. So I have anything, and that's an ebook that I'm working on and should be out also by the end of the year. And you ask me why I write these books and what's my thought process is really about sharing the information that I have with as many people possible. So listen, I have in that African cook, cookbook, the famous things like the cauliflower fufu. And I call myself the cauliflower magician because if you mm -hmm. think I've probably done it. So I have in there the cauliflower Bible, which is just really cauliflower with African seasonings. And it comes into a pudding, which is steamed and made. I have the cauliflower um, fish roll, cauliflower meat pie. I have some um, Western things like cauliflower brownies, cauliflower cookies, cauliflower pie, <clears throat> just a lot of cauliflower dishes in there and that's also going to be released at the end of the year now books like beyond challenges i joined other female physicians in sharing our stories because most people will look at a physician and say okay wow you're successful nice they don't know that we struggle to overcome several different difficulties as well and that's how we got here and so that book is just really one of inspiration to share our struggles to share how we overcame several different challenges in different aspects of my life of our lives my challenge in that book is how I struggled and overcame a major 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 challenge as a physician a private entrepreneur listen you just have to get the book to read and learn from stories that women women shared from difficulties in personal relationships difficulties in relationships with family difficulties with immigration from one spot to the other difficulties with maintaining or surviving or coming out of difficult marriages like I did and coming just struggling and hitting rock bottom through a failed medical practice like I did. I mean, and I'm here smiling, but I've had some challenges rock bottom like the, um, the author of one of the books that I forget right now. Rock bottom is really where I build a foundation of survival. So you just have to get the book to read it. The um, book that I that is my biggest pride and joy that was published in 2013 and republished in 2015, hit the bestseller, is Grow to Success. And it really talks about this young, this African, not quite young, but this African female who came from, you know, back from Africa, um, struggled through my life and came to the United States and was able to um, form a practice. But just before I formed that practice, I went through a medical personal trauma of an emergency room physician working in the emergency room, had a personal emergency myself, went on and had not one major surgery, two major surgeries, was disabled for four and a half months and during my disability, I was able to start a practice that became a seven-figure practice in 18 months. So um, just <laughs> challenges wow. 
been there, done it. And that book, Road to Success, that's why that's my pride and joy because that's really where I take people through my personal story. I mean, during that hospitalization, before I became disabled, I knew God said it was not my time because that's when my body crashed and stopped and I was revived and I'm here again to live and speak my story. So people are facing difficulty and challenges. Listen, if God says it's not your time, it's not your time, that's why you are here. Do not let challenges stop you because I believe in growth to success. I still believe till today. Everybody is here on earth for a purpose. And God put you here. If you have not fulfilled your purpose yet, he, you are here for a reason. You need to spend time thinking about your purpose and fulfilling it because that's your destiny. That's the reason why God has you here on earth. You have a destiny to fulfill. So you cannot give up for any reason. Go out, read people's stories and see that, wow, several people have gone through challenges. I'm one of those survival stories. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and people don't think of their, you know, physicians uh, just being, you know, human and having their own issues and having to go to the hospital. But um, it, it happens every day. And, you know, we, we know physicians don't always make the best uh, patient. So thank <laughs> God you, <laughs> you, 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 you recovered quickly. Now with, with all the success that you're having, can you talk about your community give backs that you are doing or that you want to do in the future? I know you do some, you know, major give backs in Cameroon and, um, you know, there may be others that you can enlighten us. Oh yes. Um, one of my, my biggest, biggest passions, and I believe that, we all have to remember where we came from. It's so important that we remember where we came from. When I started studying success, I'm a firm believer if you want to do something right, it's important to study it. That's why through my journey at a certain point, I was called to speak in different capacities. The more I became a motivational speaker, the more I realized I have to put myself through some training. So I actually went and followed the John Maxwell, who is the father of motivation. Love that man. He's amazing. So I actually joined the John Maxwell team and I became certified as a speaker. So I'm a professional speaker as well. During the time when I learned professional and personal and professional development, I grew this thought in my head that you are where you are today, dependent on you, your actions, and you are 100% responsible of where you are today. <clears throat> my thought process changed some, and I still believe that today, that some people are just born handicapped when it comes to their ability to achieve their highest potential. Some people are born in places where even though on their own, if you take them and change their environment, then their ability to achieve their highest potential changes. So some people in remote parts of Africa changed my mind when I left the United States and went back to my home origin in Northwest Cameroon, in the remote part of a village called Mbot, that's in Northwest Cameroon, 
And these people are born into poverty. So right off the bat, it's impossible for them to achieve their highest potential. I'll give you an example. I met, um, I, I, and I just give you just a few examples. And this is why I sacrificed myself and actually put about 200 children through school because otherwise they would have had no way of having any education. I spent quite some time trying to give them health care and even food, just going to remote parts of the world and seeing babies that are born into poverty. And so the World Health Organization, um, I think, and I may be wrong on this one, but they define poverty as a family that um, has an income of less than a dollar and some cents per day. Now, some of these people have nothing. Um, and I mean zero, zero. Babies that are born and they have a mother who may be very young, who has no understanding of feeding other than feeding from her breast. So she may be toting a child who's actually a toddler who should not be eating from the mother's breast, especially if the mother is ill. I saw so much that moved me that told me these people have no way of surviving on their own. I did start a foundation called the Yembe Foundation, and we took healthcare to the most remote areas of Africa just to give them um, medical care, to give them surgical care, just to help them with wounds, for example, to help teach them about things like um, just take a vitamin or just to de-warm. We carried Warm medicine, so warm is an infestation that can infest an entire population of thousands of people walking around with an infestation in their belly that they don't even know about. How are they going to achieve their highest potential? It is just mind boggling. That's why we started that foundation. Now that foundation is closed at the moment just because of political difficulties in the area. So I still spend my time working in the grassroots with other foundations that are established and that still go into the grassroots today, even though there's political unrest in the country. And I'm just so, 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 so passionate about helping people who otherwise cannot survive without our help. Babies are my biggest passion. <laughs> I have rescued babies who are just dying from simple things like diarrhea, from a simple gastroenteritis, from a simple viral infection. A baby suffers from dehydration in a very bad way that touches and moves me emotionally. And so we partner with these organizations. You can reach out to me personally, but our goal is really to help people who otherwise without a help have a higher chance of pain and suffering and death if somebody doesn't intervene. And believe you me, there are millions of these people over the world. Now, when you talk about a pandemic, <laughs> These people are not concerned about pandemics and I don't think they have the ability to be concerned about the pandemic because they are living their own emergencies for different things that can be preventable like infections, dehydrations, and just poverty all around. So 
um, I spend a good bit of my time just partnering with people for these causes to help people. That's another chunk of my life. We are so privileged to wake up in the morning and there's light, there's water, there's air, there's food. And we don't know that there's just so many people out there who, who need us. So if you can, if you can, just extend yourself and partner with somebody who can help another. There's an African proverb that says that as you shine your light, that light can shine on other people. And there's also the big one of the Ombutu. I don't know if you know about Ombutu, where mm -hmm. a fruit was placed far away and they told the children to run and the first person to get the fruit will be the one to actually eat it and what did the children do they held hands with each other and they all ran towards the fruit and when they were asked they said we are together so we have to try to link ourselves together to help other people who may be struggling out there in remote countries like africa europe 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 even here so important for you to help the next person. So that's another big chunk of my life. In addition to helping everyone achieve their health and wellness goals, that's if you want to and if you have the ability to, click on my link and go find me and join my any one of my programs. But it's important for us also to extend a helping hand to another person that's struggling Definitely, definitely, definitely out. Definitely out. We were um, fans of a Purpose Medical Mission in Cameroon, which was run, run by my friend Sixtus. And with this, this, you know, the unrest in Cameroon, it just um, everything it just has stopped. But um, yeah. sooner than later, there'll be new leadership and uh, new ways of doing things, and uh, you know things will go back to normal. Um, I, I love all the work that you're doing. It's, it's always about somebody else when you're doing something great. And so with that, we have given you guys the game. Go to the links for $10. You can get your workout on, especially for those who, you know, are in states where gyms are closed uh, and states that you just don't want to go to the gym because maybe people aren't wearing masks the proper way. You know, they're wearing them as chin guards, um, <laughs> nose guards and everything else. But Dr. I appreciate you coming on. Your links will be in the description box. I want you to be blessed. Keep motivating us. We are watching all of us and, you know, joining you, whether it's in the class or on the Instagram and saying, we got to put down this soya for the day and pick up your book that is going to be out to show us how we can make it even healthier. I don't know about you guys. I'm excited and can't wait for that book because I want to see if that's something that, you know, we can make popular as uh, a roux and everything else and roasted fish. So like, share, subscribe. You guys have been blessed. Tell me about your, your outfits because you have some unique African inspired outfits. Are those, is that your own line? Are you coming out with your own line? Yes, we are coming out with our own African inspired outfits. Actually partnered with the African styles. And so these bootcamp outfits have a top a tank top, a bra, and leggings. Now, if you're male and you don't want to pull up with all that, just do the leggings and the top. Male and female, all of these will work. So the boot camp outfits are all African themed.
fantastic and unique colors. We also have our shaker bottles to go with that. All about health and wellness. Look out for these by the end of December. They'll be out very cost-effective and just wow. There's nothing that motivates me as much as putting on a new outfit and the correct outfit. <laughs> Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifygame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.